to episode 83 of the Slipping Weed Podcast. I have a very special guest this week. Um, I, I would say contender for upset of the year, India Smith. India, thank you for coming today. <laughs> thank you for having me. Hello. Just do me a favor real quick. Just introduce yourself. Let the people know who you are, where you're from, accolades, whatever. All right. Well, I'm India Smith, but my fight name, and I'm married, but I haven't been able to change yet. I'm India Azuka Rodriguez. I've been fighting for 10 years. Professionally, I've been fighting. I started in 2021, right before the pandemic. So about two and a half years now. So, yeah. And I'm from originally New Orleans, and I stay in Dallas now. Mm-hmm. So you, all together, you've been boxing two and a half years. Well, all together, I've been boxing for 10 years. I gotcha. started when I was 16, but professionally, two and a half. So... I was at your last two fights, right? Because they were both in New York. They were both local, so I was there. Uh-huh. Um, there's definitely there's 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 an energy that you bring to the ring. Like I, you can you can tell an India Smith fight. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Was there was there was there anything in this last one against Sulem Urbina? First of all, congratulations on the win. Great Thank win. You. Thank you. Um, was there anything different for you in that fight? In the prep? In the mentality? Whatever. Um, I feel like the prep was about the same uh, mentality. I was just like, I have to make a no question because I'm always the B-side at all the fights. All the fights I've been on, I've been the B-side. So I was like, I have to make it no question or they could possibly take it from me. So I was like, I have to make it, I have to put on the show. I have to let make it clear, clean cut as possible, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I got to be honest, too, sitting there when the fight was over, I was like, damn, I felt like you won it. But there was like a couple of close rounds. So right in boxing, we see mm-hmm. bullshit like that all the time. So I was in my seat like sweating. Damn, like I hope they <laughs> give it to her, man. <laughs> I was thinking the same. I was like, oh, please. When I heard unanimous, I was like, OK, I got it. But if I would have heard split, I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> they had you up big, too. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those cards were like seven, one, eight, six, two, something like that. Yeah, they were. I was like, oh, wow. that It feels good because you do so much training. Like, I work out all the time. I work out in the morning, then I work out in the afternoon with my coach after I get off work because I have a full-time job. So, you know, it's just all the working and working out, and it felt so good that it came together so well in this last fight. How do you feel? What are some of the challenges of, like, balancing fighting at the level you're fighting at where you're fighting at these bigger club <laughs> shows but also still working a job? Um, sometimes I get really tired and I get very sore because my job is pretty physical. I work at a, a UPS store, so we're, we're moving boxes all day. We're, we're doing all kinds of stuff all day. That's all day. And, uh, just, just being tired. Sometimes I get a little tired, but I'm like, it's going to be worth it. And it was worth it this last fight. Cause I didn't get tired in the fight. I felt pretty energized during the fight, you know, from all the running I do, but you know. It definitely it wears on you sometimes. It gets to you. I'm I'm sure it does. I think a lot of times if people see fighters either on TV or this one was on YouTube, so they see it on a, a platform or whatever, they just assume that this is all you guys do. But I think a lot of people don't understand that fighters are often, you know, juggling multiple things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The full time and then the working and working out. It's just it could be a lot sometimes. Like where do, when do I sleep? <laughs> but it's it's worth it it's worth it because i love what i do so i'm gonna keep doing it 
Well, and I think also like one of the bigger differences in this fight from the Krebs fight was that your pace throughout was just she couldn't really manage it. And it was because the consistency of your work, your work rate and your pressure was nonstop during the fight. Yeah. Yeah. We work on I feel like that's from all the cardio I do. I do. I run about three to four miles in the morning, about four times a week. So all that conditioning and then working out afterwards. It, it really does make a difference. It makes a big difference in the ring. Mm-hmm. Did you see anything in her going in that you felt like you could capitalize on? Or was it more so like, I'm going to just focus on myself and make sure I'm, you know, as good as I can be? Um. Well, with me, because I try not to study other fighters too much, but I did look into her a little bit because my coach sent me a couple videos on her. I was just mainly trying to make sure that my punches was clean. I wasn't really trying to focus too much on what she was doing because then I felt like I would get too caught up in that. So I was like, I just need to make sure I'm looking at her face and my fist is going towards that face. So that's what I was trying to, that's what I try to focus on when I'm in there, just reacting. Right, right. It's interesting too, because like a lot of times, like you said, right, it's tough when you're coming in the B side. I think there was a lot of people there that were there to see her. Right. The crowd was. So sometimes if you if you kind of upset the plan, the crowd sours on you. But at the end of the fight, before they even read the decision, you like walked around the ring and the crowd showed you love. You know what I'm saying? What was what was it it like kind of turning a crowd? Uh, I mean, it felt good because I wasn't even going to do that at first. But my husband was like, make your presence. Let him let him know. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I did that. It felt it felt really good. It felt nice that people could see me fight because I know that they were there for her. You know, let's just be honest. Her name was on the poster. Her face was on the forefront. So they were there for her. So it was nice that people, even though they were there for her, they could recognize and respect what I did in the ring that night. I mean, it was a little tough to deny, man, because it was a hell of a fight and she hit you with some shots, too. And it never it just never slowed you down at all. Yeah, we were going. That's my favorite kind of fight, too. I love where we're going at it and all that. So we were it was just a good fight. So I felt good about the fight overall, even like with my last fight with Crips, even though I lost that fight, I still enjoyed the fight because that's just how I like to go. I just like to go at it. I like to feel like we're both engaging each other. It's just it just feels good. Where does this where does this win kind of rank in your in your pro career, even in your amateur career for you? Uh, I think it's pretty up there. I feel like uh, it's probably I would say this is my second favorite because my first fight, I actually won that one by TKO. And that one was over in like a minute. And I'm still shocked by that. So I feel like that is that one's going to be hard to beat just because it was my first and it was such a big experience because I was also the B side on that one. And that fight was supposed to be like her comeback or whatever. So that was really cool. And then with her, just because of her name, her only two losses were from title fights. So I was like, I really have to make this clean. So this, she got, you know, she got the record on her. She, she's a good fighter. So I have to, so it felt good that I was able to show I'm a good fighter as well. Look what I just did against this ranked boxer, against this person who only lost title fights. Those are her only losses. Right. I I think it's tough, too, because a lot like if you don't watch a lot of boxing, it's tough to look at your record and go, oh, that she's a problem. But if you know boxing and then you look at who's on your resume and who you fought and that there's more there's more than meets the eye. Right. Yeah. Just describe for somebody that's not as aware of boxing, like like 
how your mentality or how you how you swing a fight even with even with that record like or or I guess I should say your mentality coming into a fight is always as a winner right yeah well with for me because I try to look at pro boxing kind of in the way of amateurs you know you kind of get in there when you're amateurs you just you work out to be the best you you can be so that when you get in there you could show out that you're the best boxer so when I go to these fights and you know I fought against Christina Cruz the Fundora, you know, like big names. And for me, that's always a test. Like I'm trying to be the, if I want to really be the best boxer out there, I have to go fight these girls. I have to fight people who are good, who are the best out there in their areas. And that's how I want to go about it. Cause I want people to see my record and don't see a sponged up record. I want them to see that I'm actually out here fighting and that I can fight. And I think the fans are going to respect that, right? Like how many times, is there just like so many hollow unbeaten records where like you can kind of see through it immediately? Yeah, it's just, I'm, that's not how I'm trying to come up. I'm not trying to come up that way. It's a little harder the way I'm doing it, but I'll rather do it this way. Cause at the end of the day, I know that's how I want to look at my record and be like, okay, I actually went against some tough girls and look what you did against these girls. You know, that's how I want it. That's how I want to be remembered. That's what I want to be known for. And that's just that's just what makes me feel good because I've been offered different opportunities for different little things, but that's just not how I, I want to get down. I just don't want to do that. What kind of opportunities? Like, um, you know, going to different countries and different stuff like that. You know, kind of a little bit of pay to play. I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, no offense to anybody who does that, but that's just I'm trying to get paid for one. <laughs> when I'm and two i just i just don't want to do that i don't want to go to another country just to go do that if i'm going to another country i want to go there to fight somebody you know i want to be fighting the best of everywhere you know i don't want to just be going different places just to pay to play that's not what i want to do by pay to play do you mean that there's like there are cards where fighters can can opt in by paying well, sometimes, because it's even hard for me to get fights. Like, uh, most of my fights are because they need somebody to fight against. So, sometimes it's really hard to get fights out here in your local areas. So, there are opportunities at other places. But you have to pay to even get on those cards, you know, to try to even get, you know. Yeah, it's just a lot. It's a lot. I don't think I really even knew that existed in, in pro boxing. I'm not surprised it exists in the music industry and, and, and pretty much any like other entertainment form. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a thing. Uh, and even if you do pay, that doesn't mean that you're going to win a fight because there's good fighters everywhere. So it doesn't mean you it just means you got a spot that you you got a chance to kind of get your record going. But if there's no guarantees with that and. I would rather get invited out. I want to go. If I'm going somewhere, I want to get paid to go. I don't want to pay for anything. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, oh, I do that. No. Especially not now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm still like in awe of last week. Like that was amazing. That was amazing. It was a great fucking card too. Like the whole event was really, was really awesome. I did feel like your guys' fight was sort of the, the highlight of the night though. Oh, awesome. <laughs> That's great. That's what I try to do, too. I was like, people are paying good money. So I'll make sure they see some punches being thrown. I want them to see a fight. Mm. So since you've gotten the win, are there any oppor other opportunities that have come up? As of right now, nothing really yet. 
but I'm all right back to training because you never know when things are going to pop up. So right now, nothing really yet. And we're kind of talking to different people about different opportunities, but nothing has been set in stone. No contracts have been given. So I'm just kind of waiting. Mm -hmm. If you if you had it all your way, what would be next? Hmm. Honestly, right now, because we want me to fight at like 112, 108. So probably a fight around those weight classes. And hopefully soon, because I told people if I could fight like every other month, I would fight every other month, even every month if I could, because I'm trying to I'm trying to go because I want to do this, hit this hard for the next five years before I start thinking about what I'm going to do next in life. So I'm trying to get it going. So it's just. I don't know. I don't know what's next. I'm just trying to stay ready for whatever opportunity comes my way. Mm -hmm. Was this fight at 112 or 115? It was at 115. Okay, so you you were kind of taking the 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 move up for the for the opportunity essentially. Yeah, I only professionally, I think I only had like three or four fights at one twelve. Everything else has been like one fifteen. I've had a couple at one eighteen, but we're not doing one eighteen anymore because that's that's way higher than I'm supposed to do. Like the with the creps, that was at one eighteen. You know, so we're trying to keep it keep it lower because that's where I sit better at you know at a lower weight class mm -hmm. right yeah and you could i mean to be honest you could kind of tell that Krebs was naturally bigger than you and i mm -hmm. think it would be honestly now that especially after the arabian fight like it would be interesting to see you fight you know women that are your size mm -hmm. yeah i mean we were looking at the fight and someone put in the comments against my fight with urbina they're like uh smith looks uh, like she's two weight classes too high still and i was like oh dang <laughs> so we're really trying to work on getting me lower and trying to get lower fights it's just kind of hard to get any fights really who who are who are like the the other that i guess you know sanisa is like the obvious one but who are the big fights at 108 112 right now in your mind she's the only one i could think of honestly it's like she's my dream like not right now i don't i feel like i need a little i need my record better and i need more time before i go up against her but she's definitely my dream fight to have one day is against Estrada. Mm -hmm. what's um i i feel like boxing as a whole and a lot of people feel this way that boxing at a whole as a whole is in kind of a weird spot right where a lot of big fights aren't getting made there's a different promotional, whatever the fuck, whoever the fuck fault it is. I guess the fans are just always one the ones that get shorted. And and yet this year seemed to be like the best year that women's boxing has really had maybe ever, maybe in a long time. Um, why do you why do you think that is? Why do you think that right now, even when boxing's in kind of a weird spot, that women's boxing is like accelerating? I feel like because at least like what guys I've been here a lot of this thing called ducking, like where they don't want to fight each other and all that. I don't feel like that's much of a problem in women's boxing because we just want to fight. We already don't have much of an opportunity and much of a platform for that. So when we get that chance and that opportunity, we're going to take it. Like in this last year, I've had like, I think six fights in this year alone. So like, I know me, whenever I get the opportunity, I'm trying to run for it. I'm trying to go. And I, I feel like most women are the same because we all just want that shot. We're all trying to make a name for ourselves. And it's just a little harder just because we are females and it is a male dominated sport at the end of the day. 
And I just feel like uh, a lot of people are seeing that females can't fight. Like Urbina, she's a really good fighter. Like she, the, her movement and all that, she's a really good fighter. Estrada, you know, Marlene, like these are really good fighters. And when you see them in the ring, there's no denying what they can do. And I feel like more and more people are seeing that. Yeah, it's almost like if the if there's fewer opportunities, you're not going to be as picky about it, right? Like if a big fight comes up, you know, I, at least for me, it feels like the women fighters are always going to go, yo, give me that shit right now. Like to, to the point where maybe they get shorted. Whereas with the men, it's like every little fucking thing has to be right to get these big fights made where it's like we're all making millions of dollars. What's the what's the problem? <laughs> That's why it's frustrating. Like I wish. I wish somebody was offering me some money like that. That's why I got a full-time job right now. I don't, I don't have that. So it's just whenever there's that opportunity, you know, more females are like, yes, let's go. Let's get it. And I feel like, guys, since they have more options, they're like, mm, I'll wait. I could wait. They can do that, but mm, we can't really do that over here. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's making for like more interesting fights and more interesting matchups in women's boxing right now, Absolutely. especially with that void. You know, if we're not going to get a Spence Crawford, at least we get Katie Taylor and Serrano. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, um, hopefully that makes a narrative of let's just get more female fighters. because There's plenty out there, but you don't really see them on these big shows. You might see one female fight on a card, maybe. But there's so many of us out there. There should be several, honestly. And they could fight. Like, some of these guys, like, no offense to them. It's like, how are you even up here when there's all these other, you know, female fighters who can fight and who should be on the show? They should be on TV right now. They should be broadcasted. Why aren't they? It's kind of, it's a little frustrating sometimes. But, I've been you know. saying that for a hot minute where it's like they'll put a heavyweight fight on where the B-side is like a guy that flips burgers at Wendy's. Which, no disrespect to people that flip burgers at Wendy's, but you're not prepared for a professional fight. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's plenty of times where guys wind up on TV where it's like, how's this guy fighting on TV right now? Yeah, like that could have been anybody else. But yeah, I see that a lot. It's like where you get these guys from, they just find these random guys to kind of up their records. They, you know, sponging up their record. And I feel like that's honestly, that's lame. Because this is boxing. We're supposed to be fighting each other. Like, if you're going to get hurt, you and I feel like a lot of people don't want losses. And it's a sport. You're going to have some losses. It's okay. It's how you take them and how you build up from that. You know, you just got to move on. Because I've had several losses in a row. And it is definitely discouraging. It's disheartening. It sucks. But I'm not going to stop and I'm not going to quit. Because I'm not going to show my kids that. And I'm not going to do that to myself because I know what I can do. So I'm going to keep pushing until I'm able to show everybody what I can do. That's what just are, mentality like that. What's been like, what's been some of the lessons you've learned from losing? From losing, I've learned just like, uh, like how Urbina, she moves a lot. Like one of my losses, she did that as well. So I had to learn how to just stay with them better, you know how to stay right on top when they move and you move with them and just throwing more punches. Just that's what I feel like with that, you know, I just throw hella punches when I fight. I try to throw hella punches, but I try to throw accurate punches. So just hella accurate punches. So every, every fight win or loss, I try to learn some, even with this Urbina fight, I was like, there's definitely several things I could have did different where it could have been a whole lot better. So now I just have to work on that. 
I guess what do you what do you see for yourself in 2023? 2023, I'm seeing more wins. I'm seeing hopefully to get signed. And then who knows, possibly a title fight. If I can get my record, you know, better, I'm hoping for a title fight in the next upcoming year. I mean, I already have, uh, I think this was like my 13th or 14th professional fight. So I have quite a few fights. This was my 14th. This is my 14th fight. And there's people with less than that who have world titles. So I guess the last thing I'll ask you is mm-hmm. who do you kind of see as the the top women's pound for pound fighter right now? Pound for pound. Because that's kind of up for grabs right now. I feel like there isn't a consensus person. Yeah, it's just I feel like because that's one, there's not a lot of fights that they get to have to where you can really compare it. But at least for me, uh, I feel like probably uh, Clarissa Shields, she's just, she's lethal. Like, I've seen some of her fights. She's just accurate and fast, and she she goes at it. So I'll probably say Clarissa Shields. Yeah. Yeah, Clarissa's, Clarissa's a badass. I feel like Clarissa or Katie are always kind of the standard answers. I guess why I lean towards Clarissa is because I just think Savannah Marshall is a badass too. And I just thought how she handled that fight was awesome because it wasn't an easy fight. Mm. Yeah, she was she was tagging. And that was one thing I was studying her fight too. How she just she just stick that arm out there and it's just so fast and so accurate. And so I've been trying to like do that a little better, you know, be a little more fast and accurate like she is. So yeah, she's she's something to be reckoned with. Yeah, yeah, I I think uh, honestly I would love to see a rematch of that fight. I would love to any of the the big three fights from this year: Mayor, Baumgartner, her uh, Shields, Marshall, and then Taylor Serrano. I'd love to see rematches of all of those. Yeah, yeah, those will be good fights for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, India, I really appreciate your time today, and uh, I look forward to seeing you again. Hopefully, maybe live in New York, and uh, well, hopefully, we'll get you back on the show before then. All right, for sure. Thank you for having me.